Holly G with the Golf Insiders with the founder and publisher of one of my favorite e-zines. He's a pioneer. He's the man in the bow tie that you frequently see in press conferences. The one, the only, Alex Maselli joins me for a take on a, a breaking news day in the golf world. Alex, what were your... Uh, what were your thoughts um, hearing the news about all these WDs? Well, you know, Holly, I just um, I found it interesting because the, the tour uh, had been so positive about how things have been going. And then last week there was the Nick Watney thing, which seemed to be a bit of a conundrum that they actually would let this let a player who came to the tour and said, I think I have a problem be tested and said, Hey, while you're waiting for your test results, you know, go out and say hi to Rory McIlroy and Brooks Kepka for you if you want. Uh, and it turns out the guy's positive and you just never would let po people that uh, have a positive test mingle with people that do not. So that was the first thing. And then all of a sudden we had this groundswell of all these players. And if you look recently, it's 10 players withdrew from Hartford this week. Five of them we can confirm had some reason to withdraw in regards to COVID. The other five we don't know. So I mean that's a pretty big that's a pretty big jump for ten players to withdraw. So you know you're thinking, well, what what's going on? We don't know. Of course, it's a it's a very limited amount of media people at Hartford because that's just how the tour wants it in regards to trying to control the environment in regards to the the virus. And um, so then to think you're going to be talking to Roy McIlroy at 12:25, and then Webb Simpson the the guy who won last week at three o'clock and then realized that both their post conferences have been canceled and you're getting the commissioner at two o'clock. You have no idea what's going on. Did you have um, any thoughts that maybe the tournament might be canceled based on the news that was breaking? You know, I think, you know, when you get that much bad news, you, that's, I think it's fair to suggest that you would think that'd be the case. I mean, uh, let's be honest. They, they canceled the players championship for less quite honestly. And um, so it's not unusual to think that that would have been the case. I didn't think anything other than that was a possibility. But in the end, and you know what? We still don't know. I mean, as far as we know, four more players could test positive tomorrow. The tour just says, look, you know what? We need to step back from this for a second. I, I don't know. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't think it would have been unreasonable to think that they might have to pause for a second and try to figure things out. And that would have required them to go ahead and cancel the event, even though it would have been a pretty big black eye how often are they testing alex well that's a good question they they said they've tested between last week the week before when they first started and this week as with the pj tour and the corn ferry tour they've tested over two thousand times with only i think seven positive results so that's a you know if you were if you were doing that if you were the governor of some state or the president of the United States that cared, um, you would think that those are terrific numbers. So percentage-wise, it's 0.025%. The country itself is over 8% in regards to testing versus those of determined that have come back positive. So it's a big difference. Uh, so they're, they're doing their job, but at the same time, we're early into this process. We're only a little, two, a little over two weeks. And the first two events of the season were in Texas and South Carolina, both states that, according to the governor of Connecticut, if you were there last week, starting to midnight tonight, which is Wednesday night, 
you can't come here unless you're going to unless you're going to quarantine self quarantine for 14 days. So that just gives you an idea of the places they were and how bad they were. Yeah, and being here in Florida, case numbers are surging. Has been well publicized. Hospital beds and intensive care units filling up. Clearly, anxiety from a lot of the medical gurus is you know deepening. So you know, plenty of reason for concern. Yeah, and I think that's the that's the thing with the tour. I mean, there's there's that concern that you know maybe look. There's there's a rumor that Brooke Kepka's caddy, um, Elliot, tested positive, and then turned around, took another test, and tested negative. There's a lot of rumors involved with what's going on, how the testing is, how good is it. Um, Jay Monahan, commissioner, said that he has no problems or no questions about the testing, but yet at the same time, if you could test positive and then test negative, there's a concern there. In regards to Nick Watney, if he came on site at Hilton Head last week and tested negative, and then two days later tested positive, there's a concern there. See, this is there's so many things we don't know about the, the virus, but at the same time, how good is our testing? You know, we can say we're testing people, but how good is the testing? And so we don't know. Yeah, you were mentioning, you know, the possibility that more could uh, be positive and we might, you know, have some more WDs. That's why I was wondering if perhaps, especially given what's going on, if they are looking to test every day. Um, Justin Thomas, who's one of the Player Advisory Council members, quoted that Hilton Head was, quote, an absolute zoo um, last week with, you know, young people and um, old you know, kind of uh, ignoring the social distancing and masking recommendations. So you also have all these other things in the mix. Yeah, and I mean, uh, you know, the tour didn't, they didn't, first of all, they, the t teachers or instructors were not inside the bubble in the first two weeks. The media is not inside the bubble, which means that, you know, if you're one of those two people, you're not tested when you come on site. You uh, don't stay in these hotels that the tour is providing to the players where it's a more controlled environment. You're going out to dinner at places uh, in the area. These are all things that are, are, are uh, negatives, I, as I see them. I mean, Justin Thomas is an example. He doesn't want to even stay in the hotel. He's staying in a house with, I think last time I looked, was Ricky Fowler, Ricky Fowler's wife, and um, Jason Dufter, and a chef. And... They control, they're controlling the environment as best as possible. Well, you know, all these other people aren't doing that. So then all of a sudden, what do you have? You have, you know, all, you know, it's like, it's like the, it's like, you know, the, the bushel of apples. The, there's always one bad apple. Well, the one bad apple in this situation could make it where the whole bushel goes bad very quickly. And that's the, that's part of the, the way this whole thing works. And these are the things we're trying to understand. And if you have a player or a caddy or an instructor or whoever it is, not following the guidelines, not only inside the bubble, but outside the bubble, then what do you have? Well, clearly um, the tour is, you know, doing the best it can with a lot of input from a lot of, you know, certainly medical professionals as well as the players. And uh, I think, you know, the main message today was that, uh, you know, they're tightening the bubble. Um, and then in the end, it's, as you said, up to everybody else to toe the line, if you will. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. And even in the document that uh, the commissioner sent to the players 
the only uh, language that was bolded was basically saying that it's really it's it, you have to make sure that you follow the rules. Well, it, it is a game about integrity and about the rules and about self-policing yourself, isn't it? So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how this evolves. But certainly we're happy to have live golf back on TV. And let's just talk for a moment, Alex, about what happened last weekend. Uh, you know, at one point there were, what, 28 players within two shots of the lead. It was an exciting uh, Sunday, an awesome leaderboard. And um, Webb Simpson coming out on top. And now this week he withdraws because, I guess, of potential contact with a family member. So, you know, disappointing. Like you said, no chance to interview the winner and uh, to see what might happen this week. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, Webb has won twice this year. He's had a pretty, he's, he's really playing pretty well. Uh, it's kind of interesting. The, I think the first two weeks, uh, the Sundays have been really, really good. Uh, what's been going on? Uh, very competitive. Uh, obviously, playoff the first Sunday, and then, um, and then at Hilton Head. I just think that the golf is so good. And I think what's happening is, is even though obviously we all know who Webb Simpson is, there's a lot of names of younger guys, guys that don't get the same uh, attention as a Rory McIlroy or Brooks Kepka are on these boards now. And this is, I think you're starting to see more and more of these good players. Uh, you know, Colin Marikawa is a good example. These good players that show up and they are, they're ready to go. And Love that guy. Well. Yeah, they're, they're playing well. And, you know, and, and the question is, is really, you know, uh, even though Rory McIlroy has been at these two tournaments, it it's, doesn't feel like he's been at these two tournaments. You know, Bryce DeChambeau has got his whole own thing going on with the length and stuff like that. But, you know, no Tiger. Tiger hasn't played in the first three weeks, which is kind of surprising. Uh, Phil Mickelson has been nowhere to be seen. You know, uh, you know, Jason Day, Jimmy Walker. I mean, I could go through a litany of guys that I have not seen on leaderboards. And, you know, you start realizing that this tour is changing. Yeah, it certainly is. And, you know, that class of 2011, as they call it, um, just stacked with talent. Um we're starting to see a, a little bit of Jordan Spieth reviving his game. And, uh, you know, this Daniel Berger, who, you know, apparently had you know, a little bit of an injury uh, coming back out on fire even after the break. Xander Shoffley, uh, I love that guy's game. Uh, we're starting to see. And then, and then Terrell Hatton, who won, uh, or Terrell, uh, <laughs> who won at Bay Hill. I mean, that guy's got a lot of game. Yeah, he does. And, you know, one of the things I think you've seen is, you know, he was a very emotional player uh, and maybe too emotional. And he's found a way to kind of control some of that. And as he's been able to control some of that, his game has gotten better. And now you're starting to see the fruits of that. Curious, you know, a guy that I really like a lot, you, you, you know, he's just uh, he's got to be a favorite on tour. I'm so waiting for him to break through. Tony Finau, you know, he's a... Uh, how old is Tony now? He's get you know he's one of one of the older guys in the thirty bunch. Ha ha. Yeah, I mean, I think you're right. I mean, everybody likes Tony, and they like his game. And um, it's just a, I think you know, in some cases, it's just a matter of time for someone to win on the PJ Tour. I think in Tony's case, that's the case, that's the situation. I think Tony's got game for a lot of these good a lot of these courses. I don't think his game would have fit it fit very well for the first two weeks. Uh, this week. Maybe, maybe not. But as we get along, like when we get to Memorial, 
uh, or we get to Mirfield Village for two weeks in a row, uh, there's a place where I think you could see our Tony Finau playing well. Uh, I, I just think that there, there's just so many good players. I mean, week to week. I mean, if you were if you're one of these guys that goes on DraftKings and is trying to pick a team, I mean, I don't know how you pick a team because there's so many good players. Well, and if you look at this FedEx Cup standings right now, I think there's some names here people would have to dig real deep, uh, you know, to even come up with their names. You've got Webb Simpson now, ranked number one, Justin Thomas, Sungjae Im, who, I mean, that guy's a robot. He just, you know, keeps showing up on the leaderboards and plays, you know, so many tournaments. You can't keep count. Then there's Rory, Patrick Reed showing good game, Brendan Todd who won, um, you know, a couple of times, was it last in the fall? Yeah, I'm so fall. mixed up on this wraparound season. What season are we in, Alex? Well, I, I'm not going to go there, but, yeah, he, he played well in the fall, and that's why he's there. But, you know, I, there's, there, it, just, it just continues to be uh, interesting how well these players are playing. And, and the thing is, is that we don't have much time between now and the, and the playoffs start because of where we started. So you got maybe – five more weeks, four or five more weeks, and all of a sudden the playoffs start. So I just want to get your take, um, you know, big picture here, the majors. Um, how do you think these are going to play out? Um, the PGA of America, no fans at the PGA Championship in San Francisco. Um, I think it was John Rahm saying something about, can you imagine drilling a 30-footer to win, you know, on the 18th hole? And you know, there's nobody around. Um, you know, that's that's just where we are right now. But who do you see? How do you see this new schedule? Do you see anybody that it might be favoring, you know, stacking up well for, you know, some player to win his first major or, you know, Tiger to post a couple more victories? How about Rory getting the Grand Slam? What what are your What's your inkling? Well, I, I think the PGA, if you've been to TPC Harding Park, it's it's not a long golf course. And they're going to be playing it at a little different time now. I mean, they were thinking they were playing it in May. Now they're going to be playing it in August. Um, it'll probably be drier. It'll be harder and faster. You're, most guys will play it like they play Colonial. They're not going to need drivers off the tee or anything like that. You know, um, fairway woods. Long irons. I mean, when you think of the fact that guys were playing 17 at Colonial with six iron off the tee, uh, you know that's the last time I saw a, a major championship where somebody might have used six iron off the tee was the 18th at at Beth Page when Luke, um, Lucas Glover won. But I mean, bottom line is is that it's going to be. I think a lot of guys will be in the mix at uh, TPC Harding Park when you get to um, when you get to New York and you get to Wingfoot. Uh, that golf course has been set up to play major championships, and it's going to be hard and fast as well because, again, they're thinking they're going to play in June in the Northeast, and you're not. You're playing in September. It's a perfect time to play in the Northeast in September, but it'll be very hard, very fast. So it's going to be a – it could be a, a maybe the best time ever for the U.S. Open to be at Wingfoot, and um, that's going to require a lot more shot-making than I think TPC at Harding Park will require. And then it's impossible for us to know – what Augusta National is going to be like in November, since none of us have ever even ink had an inkling of being there in November. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, you know, some players, I mean, players don't even go there in November because they're like, why go there in November? Because it's likely close to what it would be like when we get there in April. Well, guess what? You probably should have gone one November because it's going to be different. And what that is, I don't know. We'll see. Um, obviously, if they have 
it could be a wet time and then all of a sudden the golf course can be completely different. It could be a dry time. You just don't know. So I think all three are going to be a little interesting, and it's going to open themselves up. The, the traditional person that normally would have an advantage at Augusta National in April is not necessarily going to be the same person that's going to have that same advantage in November. I think the U.S. Open is going to play more like a, an open championship, and I think TPC at Harding Park is going to play more like Colonial than it's going to be playing like a major championship. Those are just my thoughts. Unless you're a guy named Tiger Woods, who probably is loving the fact that you've got two Masters within six months, what do you think? Yeah, I think so, but it's really odd that he hasn't played for three weeks. Uh, I'm pretty sure you're going to see him at Memorial. I don't know if you're going to see him at the week before at uh, um, the, the tournament that they're going to have the work before, the, uh, the week before. But it's odd that you haven't seen him. Yeah, what's his um, thinking? What do you, I mean, you know, of course, I, he I, never I, plays I, a lot in a row, but. Right, but I, you know, if you're asking me what his thinking is, I got a better chance of determining other <laughs> things in this world than what his thinking is. I, I, in fact, I have a better chance of creating a vaccine. <laughs> there than, you uh, go. <laughs> so, uh, but it's, it's, kind of a, it's kind of surprising. I thought you might have seen him. I thought you might have seen him somewhere. I mean, Colonial would have been okay. Hilton had. I think he would have. I think Hilton Head would have been fine for him. I'm not sure why he didn't go. He didn't, doesn't really need uh, a lot there. He doesn't have to go after every shot there. You know, right. Use the irons and stuff like that. But didn't see him there either. So I don't know. We'll, he, I guess we're going to find out. And he looked so good in the match. You know, game looked yeah. good. Oh yeah. He did, he, he he's he's looked good almost every time you've seen him. So again, I don't know why. I don't know what the problem is. I'm not saying it's a problem. I just don't know what the issue is because. Uh, you would expect it to see him by now. All right. Well, spin your um, your magic eight ball there, Mr. Maselli, and tell me who you think is going to win the Travelers on Sunday. Wow. Um, I really like Bryson uh, DeChambeau uh, because he can kind of use this newly acquired length of his more comfortably than he could the first two weeks. And I think the other thing about it is, is he's learned that length is great when it when it works when it's applied to the proper golf course. I think he tried to overapply it at Colonial, tried to overapply it at Hilton Head, and ended up losing in the end. Even though he said after uh, Colonial, you know, I just missed, I missed too many putts. At Hill, at um, at Travelers, I think that length will help him, and I think. Um, you know, when you look at his numbers, I mean, when you play with, I think he played with Roy McIlroy in the final round on Sunday at, um, at trial, at rather at uh, Colonial, and I even Rory was shocked to see the distance he was, not only hitting the ball but beyond what Rory was hitting the ball. Yeah, and so, Rory dropped a few four-letter uh, bleeps at how yeah. far he was hitting it. Yeah, so I think that you know there's going to be this golf course has got an, where he can take advantage of this golf course. There are times when he can't, you know. Uh, but there are times when he can, and when he can, he'll he'll have a definite advantage. Well, it's fun. Um, you know, the PGA Tour keeps getting deeper and um, more styles and more different players, and it's um, fun, too, that we're on the world stage right now, and hopefully a lot more new fans are being introduced to golf, and uh, that's good for our business, Alex, don't you think? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll, let's see what happens once we get once we get a vaccine. We'll see how much more golf will be going on. All right, Alex Maselli, one of the hardest working guys out there on the tour, relaxing now a little bit at home. But aren't we all doing this uh, 
home broadcasting. Appreciate your time, Alex, so much. Check out the morningread.com.